Beck and Gazeel here, and this is some of the best bits of our show in the last 24 hours. It'll make your wildest dreams come true. Well, it's definitely some bits of the show from the <laughs> last 24 hours, but we really hope you enjoy it. I don't know if anyone has seen that story that's going around. There's this 17-year-old woman. Woman? Girl? 17? What do you reckon? Ah, woman. Woman. Yeah. She uh, single-handedly fought I off a bear. I love you me. I was like, I don't know. You know, some, well, it's a teen. Yeah, you know? I would... I would yeah, let's not get into the details. Anyway, so she fought off a bear with her bare hands uh, to save her dogs. Which is crazy. Now, picture this if you haven't seen the clip. Yeah. Uh, there's a brick fence or a concrete fence, and there's this big bear on it, okay? And there's... You're laughing because I'm saying bear, isn't it? And no, it I'm like laughing because I'm picturing the whole thing in my head. Okay, right. And the dog's going crazy at the bear. Okay, so... The bear is on the fence looking down, and it's got two cubs with it. So it might be protecting the bears or whatever. Yeah, that's ironic. And then this other dog comes up to, you know, claim its territory, like, get off my fence, go away, rah, rah, rah. Mm. Uh, And then the bear kind of swoops down and goes to lash out at the dog. The dog's barking. And then out of nowhere, the 17-year-old woman comes running up and just pushes the bear off the wall. It's clinging on, like, really, it climbed back up and then ran away. Yeah. But she managed to, like, scare it away from her dogs, picked up all her dogs, ran away. So she saved the lives of her animals. Yeah. Only suffered a sprained finger and a scraped knee. Well done. Yeah. Very brave of her. There's no way I would run and chase a bear and push it off a wall. No way. For your dog? What about for your chickens? Oh, actually, for my for my chickens, I'd do anything for those ones. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever saved a life? Have I ever saved? Oh, actually, yes. Oh, well, yes and no. All right. This is a terrible story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, so this is back in the early days when I first got into radio, okay? One of the first jobs most people do when they get into radio is they're in promos, promotions, yes. okay? Out, and you, out the road runners. Yep, you're out and about, you're giving away prizes, you're saying hi to everyone, you're the face of radio. So Street there team, I was, that's what's called. And I was out and about the street team and I was giving away some tickets at this um, gas station and I had to be there for 20 minutes giving it away to everyone that came up to me and this one guy comes screaming in in the car and pulls over and he's like oh did I make it in time and I was like you have you've made it congratulations you got a double pass to go to the movies and he's like oh awesome and then all of a sudden he just hunches over and then he's like Ugh! and I'm like is this is he joking like I, I seriously yeah, thought yeah. he was just joking and then he falls to the ground and I'm like, are you, are you okay? And he's like, uh, like Did you was, call an ambulance? Well, I'm trying to hang on. Okay. <laughs> I'm too stressed. <laughs> so there I am. I'm like, uh, are you okay? Are you choking? Like, what, what's going on? He's like, uh, it just feels real heavy. And I'm like, okay, do you want me to call an ambulance? And he's like, no, no, don't call an ambulance. And I'm like, oh, okay. So there I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, but you sound like you need an ambulance. Sound like you're having a heart attack. That's what I said. I said, are you, are you having a heart attack? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And I don't know whether he's having a heart attack. I've got yeah. no idea. So I was like, hey, does that smell like toast? <laughs> <laughs> Can you okay. smell burning? <laughs> exactly. So there I am. No one else is there. Everyone else is just getting fuel because I'm kind of behind the gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the space of probably about five minutes, he's yeah. still on the ground. Like, and so I was like, nah, enough's enough. I need to call an ambulance. Yeah. So I called the ambulance and they said, okay, uh, is he breathing? I was like, yes. And they said, ask him what his pain threshold is out of 10. And he was like, eight. And they're like, oh, an eight. Oh, okay. All right, well, we've got some other jobs. And I'm like, what? what? I know. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, he, he must have a high pain threshold because yeah. he, he is looks like in he's having a heart attack. pain. Yeah. Mm. And they're like, all right, we'll try and get there as soon as we can. Now, this is where the story gets bad. 
because I was so young and I was just into radio, I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah. I kid more about my job than the person that was on the ground. <gasps> so I said to him, I, and this is the worst thing you ever. Left him. I called the ambulance. The ambulance was on their way. Yeah. But I had to go to another spot to give away some different prizes. I'm okay? pretty sure if you called I, your boss. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but in that moment, yeah. I had a decision. Yeah. And I made the wrong decision. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, Hey, hey! Look, I've got to go, but the ambulance is on its way. Um, they said they're going to be here as fast as they can, and he's like, "Okay," and I was like, "Okay, bye." This is supposed to be a story. Did you save someone's life? Well, I did, because I like to think that the ambulance came and picked him up, and he was okay. Did you ever find out what happened? I can't. No, no one can really. Know. I don't think you should have told that story. I didn't. I started. I, I, I started. I started I just... the story. By saying, hey, look, this is not the best story. It's just, but I don't no, know if you did save his life. It's a 50-50. And I'm leaning towards the glasses, definitely full. Was this in Half New Zealand? Full. This was in New Zealand. We can't even say, give us a call. No, if I can't. had a heart attack no. at a service station no. in front of a street team. <laughs> no, but I think he was all right. He said he could wait. Call the number one today. We've got uh, Merelda. How are you going? Hello. Hey, Merelda, What happened? Um, so we were, we were planning to go to the city, but, um, the whole family was a bit tired. So we ended up at the beach and, um, we're sitting on, you know, making sandcastles. We weren't planning to go to the beach. So none of us was in swimming gear and, um, we were doing sandcastles on, on the beach. And then one of my daughters looks up and says, Hey mum, um, there's a baby out in the ocean. And she doesn't have very good sight, so I was like, oh, I think she must be mistaken. <laughs> but I looked up briefly, and lo and behold, about, you know, 30 metres out was this little baby. And, you know, it was probably no more than two years old. What? And what? without thinking, like I had shoes on and everything, I just mm. bolted out into the ocean. And I'm galeophobic, so it was really scary. <laughs> But um, anyway, I got to him, but before I did, I could see that his little head was going under and he just, he was really struggling. So pulled, pulled him up and um, got him back to shore and he would got away from his parents. It was really quite scary. That is so scary. Thank goodness your daughter spotted him. Oh, man. I know. If she didn't, I would have thought it was a dream because... <laughs> Who would see such a thing? Wow, what good on you for doing that. Yeah, did you find the parents? Yeah, what was what was their reaction? Yeah, well, it was it was pretty um, it was pretty interesting actually because I had to walk up to them, you know, with this little baby clinging to my neck, and you know, I'm dripping wet, fully clothed, and I was like, "Is is this your son?" And and they were just shocked and and horrified that he got away from them, and clearly he could swim a little bit because he'd mm. managed to tread water that far. Um, but yeah, it, it just happens so quickly. Wow, that's crazy! Another thank life you, saved. yeah, thank you so much for calling up and sharing that. Yeah, thank you. We've got Andre on the phone. Andre, you've saved a life. Hello. Yes, I did. I like to think so, actually. Yeah, okay. talk um, us through it. So, <laughs> so uh, this was back uh, when I think I was nine or ten, and you um, were at a family gathering, and uh, my little cousin, who's not that little anymore. Um, basically decided to give me a, a huge cuddle. Um, and he, he, he probably was about the, at that time, um, around, the, you know, around, around my hips, the, that, that height. And he decided to give me a cuddle around the legs. And 
he he started leaning back, and I could feel the both of us falling backwards, like me falling towards him and him falling backwards, um, mm. straight onto our concrete ground. Right. And in my head, I was like, "Oh, this this is going to end bad. His head is just going to split open. Things are going to go bad." Yeah. And so I just literally just shoved my hand underneath his head and just fell together with him. Um, there was huge bang. There was blood all over the floor. Oh. No one knew whose blood it was. Everyone thought that it was his blood. They checked him over. They're like, oh, is he okay? Is he okay? Is he okay? And I was just standing there with blood all over my hands, thinking like, oh, no, that's it. I'm in so much trouble. And then as I looked at my right index finger, <gasps> I saw this huge gaping hole in it. <laughs> the impact had basically You'd taken it all. burst it open. <gasps> yeah. And so, yeah, we ended up going to hospital and it was um the gathering was because it was the chinese lunar new year so we basically was in hospital during the chinese lunar new year got seven stitches out of it and became the hero of of, of the day <laughs> yeah you are you that would have been his head if it was not your hand exactly. was not there nice work how's your finger now andre How's my finger now? I can still see the stitches. That, that reminds me of the, the heroism of, of my act that day <laughs> of course <laughs> oh, wow hey thank you so much for the call andre we've got jonathan on the phone jonathan What's your life-saving story? Um, I was driving, going to a gig many years ago, playing some music, and uh, I saw something on the road. It looked like some clothes, but it was actually a person who had been run over <gasps> in front of some traffic lights, oh. and I was still breathing. I left my headlights on, stayed in front of them so I didn't get run over again, mm. and checked our breathing, ran the ambulance, and said, if he's breathing, don't move him because of, you know, it might Spinal make injuries, more damage. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I'd stay there until the ambulance came and, uh, yeah, this person apparently was drunk, had walked out of a pub on the oh. corner, got run over once and was going to get run over again because oh. it's very hard to see. Oh, lucky yeah. you stopped yeah. and saw him. And blocked the road, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good on you, Jonathan. Look at all these stories coming out of people saving people. I know. I'm so proud of you all. Keep them coming. 0429-985-985. What a hoot that was. That was. Oh, I'm yeah. tired just from listening to it. Oh, I'm energised. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want more from The Drive Show, just visit 985.com. And don't forget, you can tune in live anytime for more of this great banter.